I'm digging deep for the funny this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. Let's see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we, yeah. we fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. yourself down to let you know my clothes is fitted. My clothes fit me. <laughs> bro, and I gave you, and that's legit, the janitor pocket pack. Yeah, you I, did. Bro, I got so much shit going on, nigga. For the last episode of the year, I'm I'm drinking fucking private stock Captain Morgan with a zero sugar, no calorie Dr. Pepper. The life. Got, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. Like you don't skip it even during your vices. Like if I was bro, on a rob, if I was on a robbery, I'd be drinking water. Like I'm not bro, telling you. I don't guys know how much of you. I don't know how much of this you keep it in. I hope you keep all of it, nigga. I have made alcoholic smoothies uh, since my fucking uh, transformation. I guess. Nice. Hey, get it how you I'll live, put, nigga. I'll put the fucking cognac in a goddamn berry berry smoothie and blended that bitch at midnight for date night. <laughs> you gotta do bro. You gotta do and I'm not looking forward to January and all the new niggas coming into the gym. I'm that guy now. I mean, you're Mr. By any means necessary when it comes to health and wellness. We have to talk about a lot. I hope you have a lot to talk about. I don't know. You gotta you gotta speak up though. Your famous whispers don't always ah, yeah. make it. Yeah, yeah. Let me turn. <laughs> let me turn me up. I've noticed, bro. I listened back to us, and uh, I kind of trail off, uh, like end of the sentence, and I'm like, "What did I say? Yeah, what the? Yeah, I some, gotta some, stop doing that." Sometimes your whispers don't make it, but you know, sometimes shit, your whispers we, don't get grabbed. Up. Yeah, we're podcasting in real life. Fuck it, and, and just and just because this is the last episode of the year, I'm leaving all this shit in. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right. How how I sound now? My good. Nice Perfect. Lean in. Put like put it. my lips closer to the mic. Put your mouth on the mic. <laughs> Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Thursday. Happy on your way to the club because you don't go all year and it's New Year's Eve for you. And you said, fuck it. You told babe that y'all going out and y'all didn't really look into y'all's plans and really line that shit up because y'all don't do that no more. And now you're going to end up somewhere where you ain't going to have the best time. But now you're too invested and there's not other places to go because you waited till after 10 to step out. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. This is the place where you can go to listen to the best lies, the toppest of quality. I'm S tier lies going around here, buddy. We tell the best ones. I've listened to some of our lies recently, Wes, and we we ain't bad at this shit, man. We our lie game is shit. our lie game is pretty tough. I won't lie. Yeah, it's pretty Again, tough. We, I'm lying. Th- this is the season finale of season three, <laughs> aka year 2022 of the Dipped in Butter program. My man's saw fit to see me through another 12 months around here, and I appreciate you, man. Uh, this is probably one of those episodes where we're going to plan on talking about shit, but we're probably going to slide into a bunch of sentimental shit, but we'll see how it goes, man. We don't got no list for y'all. We're not doing the typical podcast that everybody do with a year-end wrap-up nah. and a fucking collage show. We're just going to we're gonna pop, but across from me, doing the potting with me, I digress. That's West with no T. That's Forever Young 89 and wherever the socials are being held and they're going to make it into the new year. That's a motherfucking goddamn glue around here. That's our motherfucking friend downstairs. They're calling... New daddy, but sooner or later they're gonna find out that he's the man that makes the magic. <laughs> Who I'm talking about is Wes. What's going on, my guy? Um, you know, um, 
not to sound too cliche or anything, but regular, regular shit. Like, again, I talked about it last week. Christmas came, Christmas went. Um, I was off work today, so, like, that's not regular, regular, but I be off work, so that's regular. So, I don't know. Um, I won't digress into too much of that shit, um, but I am with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States. Um, that is Cat K with two T's on the end of that thing. Um we, we, this is probably going to be the last time that I'm going to tell you you can catch my man at catandcrunch.com. Um, Stop doing that, huh? We're probably going to let that die with, with, with the year. You know what I'm saying? Going going into the Michael Jordan thing, we're probably not going to go there. Um, <clears throat> and I think we're going to figure out something else to do with the YouTube, so I'm going to plug that. So make sure you go over there and you know hit the hit the Dipped and Butter program over over on the YouTube to see what we have to offer. Um, but you can always catch my guy um most here, you know, right, right. What I'm saying, um, on, on Pod Day, or whichever day is Pod Day in your life, on the Dipped and Butter program, whoever podcaster plays, because that's where this thing goes, and that's where it's gonna continue to go. Um, my nigga and yours, what's popping? I, I'm looking forward to like next year, kind of like I gotta hit that. I'm ready to start leaving the whole like fitness cat thing behind me. I'm starting to kind of outgrow it. <laughs> here we out. Follow, follow me. Go, here. You about to grow up from talking about it. You just about yeah, to be I'm about trying it. to grow up from listen. More moves, more moves, here, less announcements. I come on here at least twice a month and tell y'all how I'm tired of talking about it just to talk about it some more. So I get it. I understand how stupid I sound. But I am hoping. Let, let me put it this way. I'm hoping that in the next couple of months that I will shed this because it's a very new thing. Anybody that's been through this, I'm sure will tell you, like, it takes a while to get used to it. Yada, yada. I've done that talk already. But it's just like, I want to get to the place where, like, this new thing for me is not new for me anymore. And it's just who I am and how I am. And then it's regular. I don't have to think about mm-hmm. it anymore to stay on schedule. And I'm but looking for. I, I hope that happens. I think that's going to be hard though, because if it's if, absolutely if it, if it becomes be a part of you, like you can't help. Because then, like in in this first year, you've been able to like absorb. You know, what I'm saying gym and kind of like flush out everything going on with the gym. Next okay. year, you're going to be a gym veteran, fam, and you're just going to be picking up a gang of podcast material. Like you're going to see niggas lifting weights, but you're going to see something else. Like it's just going to turn into something different. So. You so know, it'll still hope, always be a part of it. Then. Yeah, hope may, maybe it'll just turn into an inspiration more than a conversation. But I'm, you well, know, shit, we can always have gym talk. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you know, we're gonna find a way to work yeah, around yeah, and yeah. make this shit relatable either way. But like, you know me, I'm always being overly self conscious. I'm always overthinking everything I do and saying. I'm like, man, am I gymming these niggas out too much? Am I overdoing this whole like transformation thing? Although it's a lot of work, not, so it's hard to just not say nothing or but not. But you want to know what? It. And even even with that and. Y- Maybe it'll have the same impact. Maybe it won't. Again, we can flush all these ideas out, you know what I'm saying, going into the new year. But we've been known for a long time that we need to get the visual thing going on. And I think, you know, the visual accompanying, if that's the word, all of your gym stuff, I think it would, you know, help, um, you know, with the storytelling. Because I'm like like, you talked about it in real time, so I got to like see it in real time, and you know what I'm saying. And again, like we always bullshit about, you know, we don't, but we really don't talk. You know what I'm saying to keep the yeah. to keep the chatter on the podcast authentic <laughs> and shit. So like, I really, you know, the shit that y'all get in the beginning, or you know, y'all hearing us talk about the, like this is real time shit. It's not of us talking about. It's not the second run through. Yeah, this is not. This, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it a second time. Like that's just when y'all are really get the ten minute PSA, y'all. We tried. We failed. Here, here's where we are. But like, I, I think you know, may, maybe you know, to add some blame onto ourselves, and you know, 
assist the people and, you know, pushing the blame on us. So I guess, like, if we had the visual to, you know, go along with that, I think it would help. So you don't got to stop gymming us out because we're going to, you know, we're going to do better in the new year. Well, I mean, the gym, the gym is hilarious. And in a couple of weeks, I'm definitely going to have some talk with y'all. Uh, for y'all is like keeping my eye on the people that come in with their new year's resolutions in January and like kind of watching them drop off. If that's even a thing that happens out here, maybe it's not, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm looking forward to a myth that people are saying happens that maybe doesn't happen like that. I don't know. This is my first year on it, but it's Mm -hmm. just like, I am making my way to February, the whole like one year thing from like the actual commitment to like changing my lifestyle and not eating Oreos in the bed kind of thing. So like hopefully after February and I hit that benchmark and say it's been a year and then I can finally like make my Instagram post about like old body versus new body drinking a glass of skim milk or some shit and then just leave the shit alone is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can get to that point. You know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You're working your way there. Uh, last episode of the year, last mm-hmm. episode of me mm-hmm. being Lamar's price. Uh, I'm going officially to Daniel Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. That's why what I you chuckled. Mean? We, I we're talking the, about it. I know, but I chuckled at the beginning when you got the running down my socials and I was like, fucking right, but Daniel. But what about your I was socials? Like, I, was, <laughs> I was like, I believe my nigga alone. This nigga Daniel want to tell him what my socials are. I ain't going to lie to you. When I seen that and I sent it to you, bro, that was literally the nail in the coffin from every time I said something to you to you being to me like no bro like that's not (laughs) like i can't get it back bro they're not giving it back to me dog like i was like damn he like he he meant that when he said that that he can't get that back like i'm sad it's super interesting to me that the hackers that stole my facebook would see fit to change my name from lamar's to To daniel Daniel. but keep my middle and last very weird right why would they not change it all like bro i was hoping that you I, I, ideally, I would want you to send me a screenshot of my pirated uh, <laughs> social media and it say like Ukmed Von Swalen, and then it'd be a whole new picture of some shit. But you can just tell it was me because it says still like Columbus, is, Ohio or something. But this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, I not to, to make this, you know, quick, quick synopsis from the year if you've listened sure. to this thing. But like you had a Facebook you got emails in the middle of the night. Shit was going off. I remember this, bro. Cause yeah, it was, I forgot it was about a, that. Yeah, yeah, it was a scammer hacker phenomenon at the time. We talked about it. Uh-huh. And you lost your Facebook. And I lost, you the lost fight. your Facebook. It like fell off the 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 Facebook planet Earth. You know what I'm saying? Like it did not exist. And usually I'm I'm no stranger to people getting their shit hacked. So like Ukmed and them would put the you know the Israeli letters on a nigga's name and really just absorb his motherfucking Facebook and you would be his friend but like they wasn't doing that to you so I was like nah this is a different type of hacking here like maybe they recognize they fucked with a real G and he don't got too much bullshit for y'all to figure out his algorithm but like they ain't really fucking with my nigga they ain't changing shit but again like it disappeared for a minute but then it came back and when it came back, <laughs> that's when I started my cat. You can have your Facebook back campaign. Mike can get it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, fam, this is you. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they wasn't posting no bullshit. Like, niggas didn't like start like running you up and trying to send niggas DMs they like or sending none of that the, the shit. candy crush invites to all my yeah, bro, I'm like, nah, this gotta be. I'm like, they must have just surrendered it out. Like, man, let me lay this Facebook down. I'll just let a nigga pick it up, you know, where he dropped it off at. He can just go back about his business. But then, for whatever reason, I think your wife ended up tag, you know, a, a old tag that your wife had you on, which I think is weird that Facebook just updates this shit automatically because you was Lamar's then. How they, why they just gonna let you be Daniel now? Because a nigga changed the name. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. So, like, you was tagged in that joint as Daniel. And I was like, 
oh no, they got like it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I wonder what that's like from her game. side. Like from her side, you know how like on Facebook, and I don't know if it's any other social medias where you have to kind of well, you don't have to, but you kind of identify who your spouse is and shit mm-hmm. like that. And if she links me in as married to Lamar's cat price, and then the hackers get me and they change my name. Does it change on her side too to where if somebody looks on her thing and it says so. that she's married to Daniel Cat Ahmed now? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. She I think. has to make the conscious decision to remove me from her profile. If and she then, ever, does that feel nasty on her part? Like, I don't. I, you got to delete your husband and you know y'all still together, but now you look like you're posing in front of social media like I'm up here single to the I mean, rest of the world. Nah, like, I mean, that, we know that's what it is. Yeah. No, nah, that, that, that's okay. She's got a good reason to like just be like, hey, I'm married and not like, hey, I'm married to Daniel Lamar's price because I'm not. Like, I don't know who that is. Like, I wanted to go full middle school and be like, I'm married. You know who you are, boo. Like, I wanted to yeah, go like, we keeping I mean, it on the local. I mean, basically, and not, and not for nothing. That's what my mind just says I'm married. And like, it said that I was married to my wife, but then my wife like took her Facebook down. So now I'm just, <laughs> I'm just married. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure if she comes back, It'll show that I'm married to her, but like as long as she's not there, I'm just married. Yo, Facebook, social media, and that kind of shit. Facebook in particular is so wild now because it's like I remember when the popularity of Facebook first kind of blossomed and when it first yeah. kind of took off. I remember, interestingly enough, like we're coming off of Christmas. It was Christmas when I around Christmas when I made my first Facebook because we was over my mom's house and she had a computer. We didn't have a computer. And my wife was on there and like learning about this new site that gets you to be in touch with all your high school and middle school friends and you can mm-hmm. find everybody. And she was showing me how dope it is. And I was kind of like, you know, when you first put your cup, first couple of toes in the water, you got to kind of, as me and you tend to do, you kind of got to like determine this is for real niggas or not. And I remember sure. doing that in the living room, <laughs> like watching over her shoulder as she puts in the information and seeing her navigate and showing me how you can find people and how cool it is. And me kind of like leaning my head back, being like, is this for niggas? Like, is it for right. niggas over here? Like, show me right. some more about this. Like, right. show me some more. I need to determine if this is for real. And me being really, really weary at first about even signing up for this shit because I did get a few little funky feelings at first. Like, mm, it seems like this ain't for real niggas. I don't know yet. Though. <laughs> it's, it's so weird that it's gone from that to being kind of like the, when it was holding the number one spot and being basically where you did everything, right? It's where you did mm-hmm. your business. It's where you kept your mom in the loop and what was going on with you and the family. It was where you fucking made all your announcements. It was basically like fucking where you got everybody together for the surprise birthday party. Like for a minute there, I don't know what, maybe 2010 or something, is where everything fucking mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. It was where everything happened for a while. And now here we are going into 2023 Everybody, it seems like everybody's kind of bailing like Titanic style, or if they're not bailing or bailed already, they're there because they ain't going nowhere and never have gone anywhere. And they still got the same phone number that they had their next tell on. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't leave things and this is who I am. So I still have my Facebook and they weren't going to never leave in the first place. Not trying to diss anybody, but it just seems right. like it's one or the other. It doesn't really feel like anybody is still wavering. I mean, I guess... <laughs> Facebook is almost kind of like the skating rink at this point. Mm. Like the niggas who really know how to skate be in the skating rink. But like for the people who only think about the skating rink and passing, you'd be like, oh, you don't know what? I can go to the skating rink and struggle my way around the rink if I want to. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think that's what Facebook has become like 
for, for again, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it kind of falls in those two categories. Either you kind of fucking with it or you really not. And if you not, like, it's because, like, either I, like you say, it ain't really moved the needle for me or, like, I don't got time to fuck with this shit. And I think even the older that we get, and, like, that's, that's what it's becoming, like, and, you know, kind of to tie everything from the year, like, time is the most valuable thing of all time. You know what I'm saying? And, like... I I I put the fucking time limit on my on my phone for them social media apps. You know what I'm saying? And at this point, I just ignore the shit because I had like I think I put whatever fucking time limit I put on it. But now I just ignore it for the day and like I still have myself trained not to be on that shit all day long. Cause I got other shit to do. Like, even if I ain't doing nothing, I'm doing something that don't entail me scrolling <laughs> right. and swiping up and down my motherfucking phone. So like I I think it's the um I I think it really might represent the balance of the people in our age group in the sense of we grew up with outside and this technology. So it's easy for real, for real, for us to put it down if we decide we're going to put it the fuck down. Because we still kind of know how to go outside. I know how to go outside or I know how to do a nigga, me, the same nigga talking about playing a game from almost 10 years ago at this point. (laughs) Like, I'd still much rather do that than scroll on my phone for hours. The beauty of that even even that has layers, right? Because there's layers of beauty even in you being that kind of nigga that's like, I'm perfectly not just content in playing these 10 years ago Maddens. But I really like I ain't even in the business of hiding it or joking about it. Like, this is my all. shit. And I'm yeah. full like you are fully comfortable in that being Bro. your shit. And that speaks to me volumes Bro. to your character. Like I, recognize- I don't give a fuck if y'all don't ever come over here and touch my game. This yeah. is what I enjoy. Damn. And you and enjoy what, what you saying. enjoy. Like I've recognized it for a long time. How hilarious. That's why I say it with so much pride almost. Like, yeah, it sounds crazy. I'm still playing two PlayStations ago, nigga. Fuck with me. And if I and and really don't dog, I'd probably much rather play GTA on PlayStation 2, but niggas don't want to talk to me about that for real, for real. No, <laughs> no, cap. give us the deep dive on the GTA platform. Yeah, like I'd probably much at. rather play and, and it, you know, call me ignorant, you know, because I'm still stuck in PS3 world, but like I've it just don't look and again, that shit's turned into something else, anyways. The Call of Duties and the Grand Theft Autos, you niggas be living alternate lives. <laughs> on these games and it'd be the craziest shit that I ever seen in my life. But like, yeah, like I recognize how silly it is to say, but like, what is what does it matter? Like you you can't do it enough for nothing. Like I've gone to other niggas' houses who is on, you know, who on uh, you know, up to date generations of Xbox and PS5, and I'll jump on the sticks with you and, and bust your ass or hang with you. That we're, that ha- way. we're having the same joy though. Like that's the thing that that tickles me. We're experiencing yeah, the same like, joy on your yeah, PS5 but, as I get on my PS5. Yeah, but not even these niggas like to be serious about this game and shit. So I tell a nigga in the heart, bro, I a game I never picked up. Like pick your squad, dude. This is your house. This is your rules. Like pick the squad. But give me in any of them games when it comes to like basketball and football, give me a quarter. Like, give mm. me a quarter to figure it out. <laughs> oh, and man. I bet you this is not going to be one of the easiest games that you played, even if you beat me. You could be like, damn, this nigga really. And then the PS3 right. jokes ain't going to be so funny. Like, yeah, nigga, I've been working out. Like, See, even, I've, that even, I've been working that out on less touch sensitive controllers. Like, fuck that even me. speaks to your wanting to get into coaching, though, because like now we're kind of getting off video games just a little bit. Like, right. 
you being able to transfer from PS3 to PS5 and just get down with whatever yeah. once you get the feel for the sticks is you have an understanding for the game. For sure. How the sport works, how to call plays, how to maneuver, yeah. where a player should be, positioning. Like, you have an understanding of that. Yeah. It's just what you're I doing. Understand like, why you yeah, I know how to do what I need to do, like you say, when it comes to them games. And, and on the flip side of that, I will happily surrender if you be like, let's play Call of Duty. I'd be like, not my thing. You got, I'll mm. watch you. I'll sit there and watch you, but I'm never. Right. Or if you if you one of them niggas, oh come on, let's just put okay, nigga, watch watch this five kills and thirty five deaths one time. Like that's me, <laughs> and I'm and I'm proud of that too, bro. Right, right. That's I, fine I, too. I, I refer back to my you know my previous conversation before we started this. Like I just said, this is not my thing. So like, if you want to play, we can play. Like if this is your shit, bro. But like, I'm not a great teammate in those games, so you don't want to play. <laughs> with me. You don't want to like find that, me, bro. You don't want to find me online. You don't need my gamer tag. None of that shit. It's very much a your joys or your joys kind of thing. I kind of mm. want that to be the rolling thing because I got a lot of stuff to talk about in that same wheelhouse, right? Because like, For sure. I know I come on here and talked about Christmas and we ain't going to Christmas y'all out because we got other things to talk about. But there is some Christmas related shit that I want to discuss with you because like, you know, we had Christmas, all that's great. And there's some Christmas stuff. Again, I got some Christmas stories for you that I want to get to. <laughs> take but like talking preferences and kind of keeping with that for a little bit, right? Like, I guess I can. I don't know if you consider your me a sneakerhead or a shoe collector. Um, I, I like fashion, as you know, and people that listen to this know we did the Vish Hip thing. I'm still mm-hmm. very much into fashion. I love fashion. It starts with sneakers. I love clothes in general. I like the art artistry that comes with putting the outfit. Together. I just like that shit. I like the mm-hmm. feeling you get when you put a new pair of shoes on and walk out the house, and this is like. I understand that there are people out there that don't get that right. Like, mm-hmm. I understand there's people out there that think it's stupid to spend $200, $300 on a pair of Jordans. Me just saying that on a podcast, somebody's rolling their eyes with their earbuds in right now at the thought of spending two, dollars $300 on a pair of shoes. But everybody has their joys, right? Like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seriously come on here and laughed about it or even try to poke fun about, like, you know, women getting their nails done and their hair done. And that shit can cost hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. for something that lasts for a couple months and it can be just as equal to a nigga buying. I'm not saying it to like ex nobody out. Right. Or judge or nothing like that. But mm-hmm. this is my, I get joy in that. Like I like collecting. I like organizing my shit. Me and my wife switched closets. So now I have the walk-in closet, which is smaller than the bigger closet. I had to make sure I say that because if I say we switch closets and I took the walk-in closet and don't clarify that the walk-in is smaller than the other closet, people are going to be looking at me <laughs> like I basically beat my wife because I took her walk-in I mean, closet from her. She, she, she wanted dri- the bigger closet. She drives. She changes the tires and the brakes. She is the man of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what the, what the problem is. But like I, I found great joy in like organizing my kicks and you know what I'm saying? I like to go in there and clean them and keep them looking mm-hmm. nice and you know, like... I, I come in here and tell the joke all the time. I like being in the mall with a fresh pair on and the motherfuckers try to clean your shit right, only right, to tell right. them no. And I never have any intention <laughs> on letting them touch my kicks. Not because I think they do a bad job, but because like, nigga, I clean my kicks. Like, let right. me do it. Keep, like, your, keep your green clean to yourself, yeah, sir. And if I needed some soap from you, nigga, I would just buy the soap. I would never <laughs> need to put my foot on your stool, dog. Like, this is weird to me. But anyway, anywho. Uh, hey, I, that, is, that is a virtual way, especially when they recorded. You calling a nigga a scrub? Like, look at this nigga walking around with these goddamn shoes on. Let me clean your shoes for you, son. Come yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me get your shit together, bro. Let, <laughs> let me tuck your shirt in. Like it's like a it's like a nigga grabbing your slacks by the belt loop and tucking your shirt in. Tuck for your shirt you. in. Like, don't touch me, dog. But like, 
So in the past month or so, I've kind of gotten back into collecting this shit and looking up shoes and junk. Like, again, there's going to be another thing y'all going to roll y'all's eyes at if y'all ain't into the culture. But like nowadays, you have to like enter a raffle to win the opportunity to buy shoes, particularly is, very bro, popular, which is absurd. Right? Fucking nuts. And I was telling my wife about it and she kind of had the general kind of reaction like, oh, my, that's crazy, which is understandable. Like that reaction to that news to anybody that doesn't know that is understandable that y'all would be like, why the fuck would I jump through a bunch of hoops to spend my hard-earned money. But the reason why it exists... Can I ask you a question? Please remember where you are, because I've always wondered this again, because I bowed out of that game a long time ago. Mm -hmm. If you have to win the opportunity to buy the shoes, how is these niggas buying, like, shoes for their whole family? Like, at that point, if when you get to the front of the line and you're able to say, give me five (laughs) pairs, I need the 13, the 8, the 10, and two toddler fours? Like, how the fuck does this happen? It's usually one of two circumstances with that when you see these niggas with full family size runs, right? They're backdooring, which that's a term for when a nigga's like, I know somebody that works at the Soul Classics. He's going to literally bring pairs to the back door like two or three days before they come out. I'm going to pay him a premium. He's going to give me what I need so I don't have to quote unquote wait in the lines. There's no more lines. There's virtual lines, right? Right. That or you have multiple accounts, right? Like I got a Foot Locker account under this, my Hotmail. I got a Foot Locker account under my Gmail. I got a Foot Locker account under my Ask Jeeves. I got my AOL signed up. I got my MySpace signed up, and I'm I'm putting in, putting in raffle tickets under each one of my emails to hit in various different spots. You there? You might get a motherfucker that I'm in the shoes. I'm trying to get a pair of shoes to sell and a pair of shoes for my son. This motherfucker might be out all morning till afternoon picking up shoes. For, I got to go to East Lamar. Then I got to go to Northland to pick up my baby shoes. Now I got to go out west to the Hibbert Sports to pick up my extra pair that I want to sell to a nigga. Then I, now it sounds oh my chaotic. I but if you're bro. making, yeah, no, bro. So I, can't. I, I brought this up to talk to you about a specific pair that I was trying to buy, uh-huh. which was Lost and Found Jordan Ones. I did not hit. I did not score these shoes. They cost $170 in the store. Okay. Right now, they're reselling from for $450 to $500. And you're now still, that I've said you're still that, in the market for these, aren't you? No, once I, I didn't get gonna, them for retail, it's a wrap. I was going like, to say, are you still only looking for so, these? Now, I will, I'm not going to sit here in front like I don't pay no resale. I'll pay some resale. I'll pay right. a little bit over some. Right. But I'm not going to pay. To me, my threshold is once I start paying for your pair too, I'm out. Okay. I No, that's honorable. I fuck with that. I fuck, Double, yeah, and, and, and that's just me. Like you say, I'm if, not if knocking it's, nobody it's that don't mind. And you want 350 I'm out. Bro, I'm about to be rich. Let, let's let's keep it funky, bro. Like I'm about to be rich. I'm I'm about to start shaving my beard to go to work. They have paid rich. me enough to about take to my beard, beard off. To be rich. I'm about to be rich. Even when I start making, <laughs> I'm about to be fucking rich. Even when I start being rich, I'm not going to be willing to pay. Like if the Jordans cost two hundred, and the only way I'm going to get them is if I pay four twenty five. I just don't. I just can't have them. See, I'm just not going to have that pair. You, see, see, I feel. See, now I feel like we can relate a little bit better. Like you, okay, you we start actually line like, back up. Yeah, you just actually like execute the move when you get there. Like, see, I go in the beginning and right out the gate, that price has to be substantial for me. The first so, like, price. The first the 170 price. Is. The 170 is okay. I will pay the 170 or you, You're whatever. You're okay with price. retail. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm okay with retail, probably up to like 250 And probably once you get past that's, 250 is where okay. you start getting me in the, uh, that's where I start Jordan's cringing right in now, the face. 
depending on the premium and the type, they range from 170 to about 210 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retail, unless it's like a special collab or something like that. They had a pair that came out for the Colombian singer, uh, Jay Balvin. I don't know if you hit to him. Yeah, yeah. Kind of Bad Bunny Jr. or whatever. Yeah, for sure. His pair, his collaborative uh, pair came out at 300 at a $300 price point. Retail, Mm over-the-counter, $300. Now, because there was $300, they turned a bunch of niggas off and everybody's stomach started hurting. And now mm-hmm. they're reselling for around $200, which is mm-hmm. interesting to me because those dropped in price. So now you can score a pair there is two two twenty, which I don't mind paying that for a and, $300 pair. And, and this is where the genius of uh, Mar- Marcus Jordan or whatever the boy's name mm-hmm. is, store comes into play because now mm-hmm. I just got 300 pair. On the back end that you can come get for two ten, you know what I'm saying? Still within the, I'm a. That's how you do that. But like, okay, I understand. We we back in again. Like you say, you'll you'll just execute. I just don't have enough brain power and energy for that shit now to like remind myself to go into the app to press the button to put me into the raffle to not get in. You like I don't. I don't got the. I don't got the brain power and the time for all that bullshit these days. Again, I'd still rather be a nigga. Go to the mall the week after and be like, "Oh shit, see what they got. On the rack. <laughs> see what's got left these, over. You got these, got these right now? Yeah. Right, oh shit! Like, you yeah, on? Wait, are you still the charm one, nigga? Like, no, you still no, 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 one no, in the no, store? no, no, no. We've had we haven't had to try on a pair of shoes in a long, long time. You know what size, you size wear? we wear? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been surprised though? Like, you know what size you wear? You get a pair because you know what size you wear, and they get home, and you're like, "God damn, these don't feel like my normal uh, ten and a half. Like, has that ever happened to you? Nah. You kind of keep, you probably kind of keep within the same wheelhouse of shoes though. Cause they yeah, happened to me yeah. recently, right? I fucking, um, I had a pair of, what are these fucking things called? They some New York nigga shits, not ponies, but, uh, fucking, ponies. not Elise's. You got ponies. That's all right. Not ponies. What the fuck was that? Some Elise's? Some shit, bro. Wallabies. Some shit they, bro, some shit they brought back, tried oh, to bring you back and some lugs. Some lugs. <laughs> got you. They was basically love. <laughs> but I got, bro, they was on sale for like $20. I was like, a pair of shoes for $20? Sign this me up. ain't right. You know when you're in the footlocker and you hold the shoe up, you're like, hey, hey, no, come, this, this come, somebody come talk to me. This is this for real? Right. And they, and they <laughs> looking at you like, mm-hmm. Bro, I asked the nigga, I was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, these are dub for real? He was like, yeah. He was like, actually, can you hand me that? And I'm like, what you mean? He's like, the guy at the counter actually just bought that pair in your hand. Like, I need that. And I'm like, oh. And it was my size. I was sorry. Fingerprinting the nigga shoes. So he had bought, like, right from underneath me, he had bought my size off the rack. Damn. I'm like, well, you got another 13 for me? He was like, that was actually the last one. So now I sent me back over to the wall to see what else they had for the dub because they had a couple different styles and colors, but none of them was as nice as the one that obviously I can had I, picked up. Can I complain real quick in the middle of your story? I'm sorry. Please. I keep doing this to you today. But like, no, go ahead. You wear a 13? I wear a 13. God owes me some inches somewhere. Wait, we both wear a 13? Bro, I wear a size 13, fam. Why we never knew this? I don't know. We're just discovering this in real time. I never knew that either. That's why you said that. I'm like, damn, this nigga wear a 13. A 13? Like, Look, I, I gave know, you 10 I and a half. In my, in my fabricated story, I'm like, you, you, when you have your 10 and a half, you're a 13 like no, a woman. bro. So nah, I, I, I go through the same struggle. See, after you the show, I got to walk you I, through the closet now. Now yeah, you're like, interested yeah, in the shit I be buying. I am. I am now. I got to come off some pairs. See, we might have to work. Yeah, but like, I, so I go through the same struggles you go through when it comes to getting mm. the big nigga size shoes. You be like, yeah, it's bro, it be so it be so crazy, bro. You get there and you be like, why are you big foot niggas hanging around here? Like, I don't mm. understand why you niggas are these niggas always these niggas always got a ten and an eleven and a twelve hanging out somewhere. But once you get to that thirteen, 
it'd be uh now nah, we down to slim pickings on that joint and even and even to your credit like you say about you know getting the size and getting it home and you know it being a little off i tried to get a 12 and a half one time and it was a no fucking go like nah you're not getting that off gg you need 13 for sure that half is such a big difference and it like is. i fucking i hold the shoe up now i'm just settling right now i'm just looking mm-hmm. for anything y'all got in a 13 for the dub because now i'm like man i can use a pair of shoes for 20 dollars. i don't give a for fuck sure. if it's just to take the trash the out grass cutters you I know what i'm saying I will find something to do with with these shoes for twenty. Swear to God, I'm gonna find something. Bro, to you do. sound like my dad. My dad bought a, a seven dollar pair of Converse's one time. He wore them bitches for seven years, fam, until the fucking soles <laughs> bust off. The and then was of sad the when he couldn't find another he pair. Was bad of as that hell, too. dog. He was. That's mad. how you be. That's why so he be, now he was like, y'all, y'all laughed at me about my seven dollar shoes. Like, nah, bro, I get now, it now. I get it. I get, get it. it, bro. I ended up settling for a a, a pair of these. Of these of shoes by this brand, but it wasn't even the same style. It wasn't they was like white and green. And mm-hmm. when I said it was white, it was like your special needs uncle white, like the nigga that you got to leave a plate by his bedroom door white, like with random like hits of forest green on the bag. They was just whack as fuck, bro. But I was like, for twenty dollars, I'm gonna make something pop with right. Twenty dollars, add them to my arsenal. Bro, the nigga in the referee shirt asked me, like, you need to try these on? I was like, bro, they're $20. Why the fuck? No, ring them up. Like, so I get home, and I'm thinking, like, maybe I'll just wear these to the gym, right? I'm not going to care about beating them up. They are, like, they're basically lifestyle shoes, but ain't no tennis shoe not able to be worn to lift weights. Like, it ain't like I'm trying to cross train. So I put them on right before I'm going in the gym. Like I had, I didn't try them on when I got home because these ain't outfit shoes. So I didn't like pose in the mirror with them or nothing. Like these about to just be athletic shoes. Y'all, I put these motherfuckers in my gym bag, got ready to go to the gym, throw them on. You know when you put on a pair of shoes that are way too big that feel like you got on shoes over your shoes? Damn. <laughs> it felt like I had on two pairs of shoes. Oh, no. Dog, I had to... Bro, these feet, these shoes fit so poorly, I walked them to the dumpster. <laughs> My nigga put $20 right in the trash can. He just said, boobs, I don't and need that. And fam, it made me even laugh to myself. Like, this is how you know I'm a sick nigga, bro, because yeah. I'll laugh with nobody around. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Shoe, bro, I threw the shoes in the dumpster and I heard them go, kunk, they were stiff as hell. Bro, that nigga said, nah. stiff, bro. And that's exactly the problem. Cause I was they on the stiff. elliptical machine. Like I bro, I, I did the gym session with because I didn't have no choice, right? I was already at the gym yeah. by then. And I was all uncomfortable on the elliptical machine. Them shits was flip-flopping off the back that of nigga, my heel. That nigga, how the fuck do I keep hitting the top of my foot on the on the fucking t- on the tongue of the shoe? Like this is bro, dumb. For, the, for lack of better <laughs> words, bro, like I felt like a lower half retard, bro. Like, I felt like everything below my knees was special. You might need a timestamp. Yeah, wait. This is the last episode. They're not listening to the last episode, bro. I called me a retard. I can call them. Like, they were so bad, bro. Like, they were so bad. So, I threw them shits in the trash. But I'm saying all this shit to say, like, I like shoes, right? So, when we have the (laughs) hot... I tell you guys the story. I tell you this whole story to tell you that I like shoes. (laughs) So... You know that, like you said, we have house guests, right? We got house yes. guests here because it's the holidays. My nephew's in town. My mother. I mean, we got. We almost got to find another word for it. You guys have like them roommates. You guys got roommates. Yeah, yeah. You, got <laughs> you guys got. You guys got snowbirds. That's. I love it. I love it. And it, it's funny when you have family, especially when they're in for an extended amount of time. And anything sure. longer than four days, anything under four days, don't count to what I'm talking about. 
Y'all got to talk to me if they there two weeks plus or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fun because it's like you absolutely enjoy the company. Like, I have family in for the holidays. You have family visiting. I have family visit. I have family over. Period. I have family living here. Yeah, like, this is a whole thing. Yeah, family visiting from out of town. Period. But one of the things we always do when family's in town for the holidays is we take a long trip for an hour and a half away to the big nice mall out here. Mm-hmm. Right, because there ain't a lot of malls left here. So we go to the big nice mall. And even if your Christmas shopping is done, we all go to the mall together to get, you know, shop around and split up and go get stuff for each other. It's part of the it's part of the draw. It's part of our little tradition mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing all of that. And you know, you dodging the perfume chicks with the short shorts on, even though it's 12 degrees outside. I'm doing all of that shit. And I'm shopping around. Now, mind you, my Christmas shopping is basically done. I've mm-hmm. gotten everything that I needed to get for everybody and shit like that. But I'm just kind of like, you know, the wife could always use some extra shit because it's the wife. It's extra right. shit. But also, mind you, I'm having a hard time, like, with knowing when to say when. Like, are you hard with that? When it, Do you have a hard line with Christmas shopping when it comes to, like, knowing when to be like, okay, this person is done? Or do you just get stuff until you feel like that is enough? Like, how do you I th- know when I think it's, it's time a- to be done? I mean, I think it's a feeling, you know what I'm saying? And everybody kind of has their own game plan. But I think for the most part, you know, maybe most people kind of, you know, set aside a number in their head. And I think if you achieve anywhere around that number, I think that's where the comfortability starts to kick in. Yeah, whatever. Whether it be a monetary, you know, I'm going to spend this much amount of money or I'm going to get five gifts, you know, whatever the case may be. I think, you know, once you either hit that mark or get somewhere around that mark, you know, you're you're, you're very comfortable. So I I think it's, you know, kind of a teach its own thing. But... For for me, I definitely think it more more entails a feeling, probably more than anything. Like, all right, I feel like this is cool. My feeling meter is off, bro, because like <laughs> I fucked around and like I bought too many shoes. Like I thought mm. that I was in in my now. Okay, so I got uh, my wife a pair of Jordans that she really really liked, and I was very happy to be able to get them for her. She ain't had a pair in a long time because she's just. She she's not like that. Like she don't she's not down with spending two hundred dollars on any pair of shoes. She don't give right. a fuck how much she like. I mean, I respect that. Like it ain't your thing. I'm not gonna force that thing on you. Right. It's just really kind of a sickness. I got her those. <laughs> got some matching ones so that they can twin it up for Cameron. Now, mind you, these are Jordans for a seven year old. You got to be at peace in your soul with the idea and the knowing that. They're going to destroy. I mean, you. it's no different from you throwing the twenty dollars shoes in the trash. You basically just hand her. I basically Jordans threw a hundred dollars in the trash. In the trash. <laughs> like, that her size, these shits are a hundred dollars. Wes, right. like they're a hundred dollar right. pair yeah, of shoes. Yeah. But I have to be at peace with knowing, like, listen, you got to know that she's going to trash these shoes. So if you buy them, it's on you. you. Really you can't be mad at her. Like I don't want to be like down her throat about them because they're just shoes to her. She don't give you me. really the man, Tommy. You had a lick. You put all the money on the floor with no job. Oh, everything You the, the man. No job, man. <laughs> well, I'm regretting it now. Like, I'm, broke. <laughs> I'm broke now. I can't wait to hurry. I got to start I can't now. wait to go to work. God Why did damn. I make the start date so far out? <laughs> you were talking then, big shit a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I was talking crazy before the holidays got here. Like, bro, I don't really like memes, but there's a meme going on out there. Like, oh. nigga, one thing about me, I can turn 17,000 into 17,000. Into 236 real quick. Like, I can turn that shit into That's 236 meme, real fast. Yeah. About me, nigga, I'm good at I, that. I can I turn, turn that, that fifteen hundred into a buck. That money is gone. So faster I got, than you can blink. 
Bro, I'm passing out Jordans for Christmas. I'm talking about camera <laughs> got three pair of J's. Fuck <laughs> it. Everybody got shoes. And the money's gone. Like all the money I was sitting on, it's gone. But here's the funny part. You know, I'm I know I'm all over the place with this story. I'm drinking special cognac, so forgive me if I'm not hosting. Nah, I fuck, I fuck with but this. It's the end of the year. Yeah, it's the end of the year. End of the year, cat. This is the off. <sighs> Here's the funny thing. You guys about will never hear this show ever again. Like this yeah, is the end of the year. <laughs> this is the end of the year version. I'm all over the place. So I, we all that money in the mall. Everybody got a pair of shoes for Christmas. Everybody. Everybody got a nice pair of shoes. I ain't talking about like just some bullshit. Everybody Damn. got at least a hundred dollar pair of shoes. Everybody got shoes. But as everything was wrapped in in the closet, getting ready for Christmas, I had to make a run. Like into town to grab some groceries or some shit. Like, nah, as a matter of fact, I was headed to the gym. And you know, when you pull out like of your apartment complex or your driveway for fortunate enough to have a home and you kind of give it a little bit of gas. Well, I gave my car a little bit of gas and the car wasn't gas. It wasn't gas. It wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> it wasn't going. <laughs> my car was doing 20 miles an hour. And when I tell you, every light on my dashboard came on, nigga. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, all of them just bow Christmas tree. I don't know if y'all notice about me, but there are very few things in this world that can rattle me to the magnitude. Oh, I know that. Heart. I know that threw you into a tizzy. Said all of them. Hold, babe. Bro, I know the I'll first pull- thing you thought was babe. <laughs> By myself, I pulled over. Like I pulled up to the first ride I could make off the road, and then you know you always tell yourself like I just need to turn the car off. And turn it. Turn it you know, class- it always tells you classic restart. Shut it down. Start that thing back up. Shut it down. That's probably just me, bro. I probably had it in neutral. I did something stupid. It's on. I'm half sleep. This is my problem. I shouldn't be going to the gym this morning. I'm doing too much. (laughs) Started that motherfucker back up, and bro, I'm telling you, it would not come out of first gear at all. Mm. You know, all I could think to myself was how much money I had wrapped up Mm. in boxes. How many receipts? Money on the floor and the car is broke. Like, oh my god, what is life? That is Murphy's law at its finest. So now I now I am like feverishly at this point, like I don't even want to think about it. I'll just go ahead and go to the gym. I'm like, listen, I can't fix this right now. I'm just gonna drive 17 miles an hour for a mile and a half to the mm-hmm. gym. I'm gonna get this two hour workout in, take my mind off of it. I just gotta figure this out when I get home. I can't do nothing now. <clears throat> this was right. two days before Christmas was two days mm-hmm. before Christmas. I get home, I'm telling my wife what's going on with the car. <clears throat> Before I even got home, I tried to stop at some mechanics to see if they could tell me what was up or if they could get me in. Or I'm thinking mm-hmm. like I need an oil change or I need a fucking a transmission fluid is low or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went and got the oil change. That didn't help. I mm-hmm. went and saw the nigga about the transmission fluid. I tried to put transmission fluid in myself, mind you. Mm. I'm all over the place with the stories. I'm sorry. It's the no, nah, this is great. This is great. I stopped that O'Reilly's nigga. First off, there's so many stories in this. Nigga story. burst through the doors and start singing a commercial. <laughs> oh, 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 please, um, bro. Help me. Here's a funny thing, and I got so many stories. And please stop me if I'm going on. If you got to host the show and take this for me, please. Nah, bro, I we're great. The car, I open my hood, and I'm standing looking in my hood. Now this is the first time I've actively looked in my hood since we've had this. Now okay. I've popped the hood. I've put, you know, checked the oil. I've been under my hood. But this is the first time I feverishly had to be looking for something important under my hood. So I'm standing there. I'm staring at my hood. Nigga said feverishly looking and don't know what he's looking for. He just oh, I was looking for the, is there, is I something was, spouting out? Is something? Well, 
Is well, there a cap loose? Right, right. The first thing you're looking for is something that looks irregular. Like, damn, my engine is like bright red. That's not right. Red. That's not right. I'm looking, I'm trying to find where the fucking transmission fluid goes in, and I can't find it for nothing, Wes. I'm like, hold on, bro. Like, I know I ain't this rusty. There's no way I'm this rusty. Like, bro, it should be somewhere near where the fucking oil dipstick. It always is. Like, what is right. that? I'm looking everywhere, Wes. I'm fucking, my feet are off the ground. I'm leaning so far into the fucking engine (laughs) trying to see. And then, of course, just like clockwork, just like the universe intended, old white man pulls up next to me, gets out of his car. He doesn't even go inside the O'Reilly's. Bro. He stands next to me at my car, puts his hands in his pocket, and leans in and starts looking with me. He bro. don't even know what I'm looking bro, shout for. Shout out, bro. shout out, shout out to old white man, bro. Like, and you know, we don't usually big them up on this podcast, but bro, the same thing happened to me one time. We was riding around, right? And the and the and the battery in the truck was fucked. Like clearly it needed to be changed out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And like, I don't know what the fuck I was on at at that time. Like, try I don't know what, but I was on some other shit. And we was out and we was riding around. Oh, we had to make a run. And it was like, all right, I'm gonna jump the car. I was like, we got to go make this run. I was like, but like, we got to go and we got to come back because, you know, shit, we, we out here on shaky ground. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, high ass niggas were talking about some, let's get something to eat. So we stopped to go get five guys, nigga. I back in the spot, bro. And as I'm turning the truck off, I started screaming, no. And I tried to start the truck back up. And sure enough, that bitch would not come back on, mm-hmm. fam. And like, I'm sitting there. So I, I'm laying off of it. And I keep trying, hoping like, please just start back up. One more time. White old white man happened to be coming out the joint, bro. He was getting in this car. He leaned in. He must have heard me trying to start the car. He leaned his head back out. He popped his head up. And he goes, you need to jump? I was like, mm. I started shaking my head. Hell yes, yeah. Please. Man, he grabbed his shit. He pulled his car up and I was like, shout out to the old white right man, bro. The They're underrated sometimes. So does that make me a bad person if like right away I was like, kind of like, get out of my motherfucking business? <laughs> I was, and I think it was just because I was disheveled because I was upset about the car and I couldn't fix the problem and the oil change didn't work. Yeah, nah, bro. Again, he, he might have me into a frenzy. Yeah, he might have been Tim the Tool Man Taylor, bro. Yeah, go ahead, lean your ass in here too, fam. Tell me something. I was, I was mad, but I knew when to humble myself. I ain't gonna lie. Like inside, <laughs> inside, I wanted to cuss him out, but I actually did need help. So he leaned in and he was looking in my hood with me, and he was like, "You need some help?" And I was like, "Well, I'm trying to find, you know, where the transmission fluid goes in." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Man, ain't that crazy?" Like I've been looking at this for a minute. Is it should be right up here, and I'm pointing around where it should be at. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it should be in there. Mm-hmm. He leans in with me, hands in his pocket, jingles his keys and a little bit of change. He can't find it either. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, thank God. Like, I'm not tripping. Like, I'm not happy that I can't find this motherfucker, neither one of us. Right. But I'm also but happy that I'm not us. a moron. Yeah, right. now we now both. two of us and we can't He was so stumped. It. He just took his ass in the store. He was like, <laughs> you still out here when I come out? I Good luck. <laughs> right. Good luck, buddy. I was like, nigga, you don't know nothing. YouTube don't know. So I pulled my phone mm-hmm. out and started looking at YouTube. YouTube kind of couldn't really tell me. Like, this is another thing with YouTube with the car trouble. Sometimes it gives you too wide of a range of cars. Like, it does. You sometimes. never find your car specifically. Like, there's no way it was going to tell me a 2017 Kia Sorento, right? Yeah, nah, it's YouTube. Like, this YouTube. is where the Kia dipsticks are between 2001 yeah. and 2033. Yeah. YouTube like, adapted the same categorizing as O'Reilly's. Like, yeah, between 06 and 09, you can use the same windshield wipers. Like, no, motherfucker, I need you to tell me. I need me you to tell me. 2017. What you V6, goddammit, with 2.3 liter engine. Like, I need that specificity. Ooh. Well, 
Ooh. Well, come to find out, my whole shit is underneath the car. Like, you can't just dipstick it and pour some in with a funnel on my particular model. Oh, wow. You got to get under there and change it. Like, y'all can't oh, wow. you just, gotta take the pan out. my shit off. You got to get yeah. under there and oh, change wow. it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we learned that. Straight I learned that in. from the O'Reilly nigga at the counter. Like, he even pulled his phone up. Like, hold on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I really got to find a mechanic for sure. I'll go find one of the mechanics close to the crib. Dog, when I tell you I pulled up to him on the dirt road and he was under a car actively trying to go home, I could see on his face he wasn't trying to sue me. He wasn't trying. Yeah. I got out the car anyway to holler at him. I'm like, man, I need to see what's up. Well, maybe just my transmission fluid or something is up, bro. I can't get out of first gear. He like, I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't going to be able to look at it until at least after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like This ain't going to work because we had a bunch of Christmas plans that required me taking the big car. Right, an hour, hour and a half into town and shit like this. I mm-hmm. need this fixed. Like this, this not gonna work. Right. All this chasing around and shit. I get home. I tell my wife. She's like, "What you need to do is take it to Kia." I'm like, "Man, ain't no fucking way I'm gonna make it to Kia." Like the Kia, the closest to us is like an hour away. I'm like, "I'm just at twenty miles per hour, babe. I'm gonna be gone for five bro, hours. I'll be gone for three days. I'm gonna just trying to get there. I'm gonna be gone." Yeah. I don't know if you or the listening audience's mind is set up the way mine is set up, but I have so much trauma when it comes to bad cars and trying to get cars fixed from not just me and having bad cars, but mm-hmm. my dad and having bad cars. And I, we got a long story history of like, once your <laughs> car breaks down, it's basically not yours anymore. Like you just never, it's never going to be right again. For sure. Never going to get it fixed to where right. it works, right? Like you'll get it running again, but that's. Temporary. I'd be back for sure. <laughs> right. Also, just start looking for another car. Like that's been my experience. So when she said take it to Kia, I'm like, I'm not even thinking like this is the best place to take it. I'm like, but they're gonna charge me twelve hundred dollars in this meal. I'm gonna I just bought Jordan. <laughs> so, trying to make the the story shorter, I end up fucking. She convinced me to go ahead and make an appointment. I make an appointment to take it the next day. She was like, well, you can take it today. I was like, there's no way I'm taking it today. I've done enough driving this car today. I have mm-hmm. a headache. I need to lay down. Like, I can't right. even think right now. Mm-hmm. So I take it the next day to the Kia and come to find out, like, I had three or four different recalled parts in my engine. Oh, wow. And they all just decided to say fuck it at the same time? I don't know if they all said fuck it, but they all needed to be replaced. Maybe okay. one said fuck it and it triggered the rest of the engine. And be okay. like, hey, dog, look at all this while Bro. you're here. JR, nigga, ain't it a blessing? Bro, I had all that shit going off in my car. So I'm sitting in there. I'm like trying to be. You, it, it's funny when you when the mechanic got you, especially when he got you and you ain't close to the crib and you ain't really got a lot of answers. You try to be best friends with the mechanic, like, dog, what kind of shit y'all? So you got them Jordan sixes? Oh my god, them shits is fresh. Like, you trying to take the best care of me he possibly can and shit like that. And I don't even want to talk about the price tag, but I will say that they took care of me and got me like right and shit. It took all day, of course. In talking to him, I'm talking to him about like, you know, what's wrong with my car, what it's going to cost, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just glad that I'm fortunate enough to be able to take care of it and hopefully get it fixed. But, you know, when you in the fucking service center and you're in the customer lounge waiting on mm-hmm. your to get fixed next to the vending machine and you get people in and out with oil changes and bigger or littler problems. Mm-hmm. He was showing me a receipt of a lady, bro, that had an $11,000 bill, nigga. $11,000 cuz he was like, "Yeah, you know, we kept trying to tell her what she needed to do maintenance-wise with her car, but she kept not doing it, not doing it, not doing it, not doing it, and then next thing you know, now her whole engine is taking a shit and we got to charge her this to fix it." And I'm like, "Dog, that's basically a whole nother car that's like whole, that's that is three tax time cars. What the fuck is she talking tax about?" Tax time vehicles. Yeah. Man. 
my question to you is like, what is the threshold for you when it comes to car trouble and paying like for car repairs to where you finally just be like, go on, take it, bro? Um, <laughs> like, I, I'm just, I, I mean, I, honestly, shit. Once you get around like the 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 fit the the two grand mark is like it's way. I might as well go, but yeah, I might as well go buy a new ride because if if nothing else, that's a down payment. You know what I'm saying? Or like you can you can go find something, but like them them once you get up to because shit, not for nothing, you go buy a whole new engine. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying for the same price as that, bro. So why would I pay eleven thousand dollars to fix a motor when I could probably go find the Urkel car on y'all's lot for eleven thousand dollars? <laughs> the Urkel car is only gonna cost thirteen hundred. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing that. It, it's crazy. So I had all that going on. I mean, because that's what I was about to say. Like, if you, I was about to say, you literally at the Kia dealership thinking, like, damn, either these niggas gonna be able to fix the ride or. I just got to buy a new one while I'm here. Like, bro, they either going to fix me in the back or walk me to the front and show me another car. <laughs> like, that's the that's only two I'm options that we got while I'm here because I need I need the other car. Like, yeah. we, we don't have no other option. Bro, and I and the last thing you want to do is be, like, down a car having vehicle troubles while you got a bunch of family in town. And you know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. looking at you to make Christmas magic happen and shit. And it's like, dog, I need a whole new alternator. And yeah. I thought somebody, bro, my shit went bad so fast overnight. Like, the night before was working perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, was, I thought somebody had came and took my, uh, what do you call it, catalytic converter? Catalytic converter, like the idiot say. Yeah. I thought somebody had stole my shit. Bro, because I yeah, heard that's bro. a thing. Motherfuckers be getting under your car at night and yeah, taking your shit, bro. bro I'll like, be doing I that, bro. Listen got here. My truck already got a rumble to it, bro. But I hate starting that motherfucker up in the morning because I always be like, did the motherfucker steal my, motherfucker steal my <laughs> shit? <laughs> like, did they get it? Did they get it? Like, Especially I mean, when that, your vehicle sit up high, right? It's like yeah, easy to yeah, just slide yeah. up under your shit. Yeah, and they, they really like to get them from the trucks. But I remember when I um when I ran my Honda dry one time and the fucking, uh, the, the, the boat that, um, that connects like the oil pan had like shot through the oil pan. Like when I was getting off the freeway one day and I took that car to the shop and a nigga told me it was going to be like 11, 12, 1300 to fix the he was car. Like, nigga, that's what I paid for. <laughs> nigga, what? I was like, Hey, uh, you can just go ahead and roll that thing on outside. I'm going to come and I'm going to get all of my shit out of the car. And then I'm going to have the, uh, I think I had the, the, um, I think I had pick and pull or somebody like that come pick the car up from over there mm, at the joint. Just like, cash me out for five, six hundred. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm not. We're not going through that. I'm damn sure I'm about to pay you thirteen hundred, like for a whole new engine. Nah, bro, I just start over, hit reset, good. and start to. Bro, I'm gonna start my football season over. Yeah, yeah I brought yeah. and and I learned like you got to take your shit, or I got to start taking my shit to kid because you want to kind of create like a, a history, yeah, of maintenance with your car on paper. So if something goes wrong and it's under warranty, then you can prove like I've done what I need to do. This is on I y'all, mean, kid. Y'all need to take care of me. I, mean, I never yeah. knew that. I mean, yeah, kid can say that too, but you can also like. I mean, I guess it just depends on what type of work it is. But you can get that paperwork from anybody. Like if I maintained my car and I have the proof, I mean, to I can you, take y'all a Walmart oil change slip. Yeah, too. or like you know, what I'm saying even if you get the invoices and shit back from them when they done, or like you, I don't know if y'all ever fucked with Mickey. Shout out to the Welchers again. They always seem to get the fucking. You know what I'm saying? Shout out I on the pod, but like I think that name. That, but like familiar. you get that that nigga will give you. You know what I'm saying? Invoices and shit. Like he'll break you down what you need and why you need it and all types of shit, bro. So I wish a motherfucker would. Like nah, bro. I've maintained my vehicle well enough. Like this this is on y'all. And particularly when it comes to them recalls and shit, bro. Like that means y'all sent them off the line, fucked up, bro. So this one is on you, like. Bro, I started t- telling the mechanic, like, do I need to get on the phone with my dealer and cuss them the fuck out for selling me this? Like, for selling me some shit that's I mean, got if they, recall part, parts? Part, 
I was about to say, particularly if it, if the recall was already out when you sold it to me, fam, you should have already taken care of this before you sold it to me. Before Certainly. you sold it to me. And Certainly. it's funny that I mean you just said and the shoulder shrug, shrug you did is exactly what the mechanic did. <laughs> Swear I to mean, God, he was like, I mean. I mean, because it's, it's on them to kind of check on this type of shit, bro. Like, I'm I'm sure Lemon Law got something to do with that. Yeah, and it's funny because he worked for Kia, so he ain't want to like fuck up the plug and shit. But he, just, he did the same head sway, like I mean, uh, yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah, what can I say? What can I say? Bro, I've been learning a lot of shit this week, man. Like, I, bro, you know what else I learned this week? Completely, all, and this is gonna be a hard left, but I, it's another thing yeah. I learned with having house guests and family staying. I have finally learned what the kitchen is closed mean. Oh, what nigga? Are you I, further, I never knew what that meant. Because when that when that little light going over the sink, baby, the diner is motherfucking close. The most you can do is walk in here and look in the refrigerator and pour you a cup of juice and, and get, get the out. fuck on up out of there. Don't add Swear nothing to, God, to the bro. sink. Don't be Swear to God, I never up. understood States. that. <laughs> I never understood that. And here's the thing. And I feel like we've talked about this lightly before. Now we can talk about it with more understanding because now I get it now, right? Because here's the thing. I used to always be confused at that term. Like, what the, I think we have talked about it on here because I think I remember screaming into the microphone like, what the fuck y'all mean the kitchen is closed? Like, you, you, you niggas just don't get hungry after five o'clock at your house? Like, what are you talking about? The kitchen is closed. <laughs> nah, like, nah, see, you just stop. Sir, you, ain't al- you ain't allowed to get hungry at your house after a certain point. Nah, like, nigga, if I'm hungry, I'm hungry. But it's, it's not, not that about severe. That. Yeah, walk, you can the- walk your ass in the kitchen and you can go in the pantry and you can get the whole box of fucking oatmeal cream pies. You shouldn't because you're going to get in trouble for that. But fuck it. Go in there, grab you two, grab you three, and get the fuck up out of there. Get don't out leave, of there. Don't leave no imprints in the kitchen. That's don't leave no <laughs> I have learned. And I, I can't believe I'm still learning shit at 40 years old. Something like this minuscule. But I've learned what the kitchen is closed. It ain't about, yes, I don't sir. want you to eat my food. No, anymore. do whatever you want to do, bro. I have done the dishes. I right have down, down the, counter. the counter. I've put all the Tupperware away. Everything. I've, I've done everything. I've closed the cabinet. I've swept the floor. I've done everything. It's nine o'clock. I've done that. If you don't have that rule... And I come back in this motherfucker and come by the kitchen at 10, 15, and there's dishes back in the sink. There's only but so many times you can have that happen before yeah, you- Yeah, like, I don't, even, I don't even care if you're, like, a responsible kitchen user. Uh, if even I if you back, rent your dish out and put it in the bro, sink, if I'm I still- come back, if I come back out here at 10, 15, and you're frying chicken, bro, like, there's a fucking problem in my house after I, The kitchen was goddamn close. I know Swear y'all to saw, God, bro. I know you saw the rag laid over the goddamn faucet. That means it's closed. The kitchen is fucking closed, dog. Like, yep. whatever you wanted to No, No, you can't bake cookies. No, you can't make jello. <laughs> None of that shit. The only thing you can do is the quickest thing you can do in and out. You can warm... Out again. I don't care if you come in here and break out all the Tupperware and make you a plate and want like put all that shit back. You better not look like you ever been in this. Now, now I will say you should not do any of that stuff still after eight or nine o'clock. Like if we if we had the shindig and we did the thing and the food sat out for two or three plus hours after we was kicking and shooting the shit and you didn't get you a plate and now after I have cleaned and closed the kitchen you want to bring you you can mm-hmm. get a cuss out for that fam and like hopefully you were not really hungry because you can be cussed out and hungry going to bed like that's fucked up here's the hilarity of what you said you're always so on the nose with this <laughs> shit like because I, I we got family in town Cameron, my daughter is seven years old my mm-hmm. mother-in-law is getting older and these are the special times that you welcome when you have family out and this is what i want like this is what mm-hmm. me and my wife both want we want these moments we want her to stay up late baking cookies with her grandma and shit like that this is the shit that you can't duplicate like you can't get this shit again 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but here's the thing. How many cookies can you bake in a night? Because then, like, we baked cookies. And then I cleaned the cookies up. And then we put the cookies in the dishwasher. And then two hours later, now there's a cake being made. And there's flour everywhere. And this oh, is like, no, but. no, 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 no. <laughs> and. This is why it's so this is why it's so crazy that I'm just learning this. Before now, I, I'm sure you're probably thinking to yourself, why are you just not knowing this? Like what was happening before? Jaden lived with us before. Jaden was doing it's his responsibility. Yeah, you go ahead. This you is take the first care time of that I had to do the dishes. So now I'm thinking, so all this time, this is this was Jaden's problem. Yeah. This, this yeah, was like, Jaden's like, problem. Like I, I did this already, fam. Why are we doing this again? Or like this on the flip side of that, that'd be the shit that'd be annoying me and my wife about about our fucking teenager. Because bro, my wife will uh, essentially the shit she did yesterday. Like she'll cook, she'll do all the shit. You know what I'm saying? You won't see no sights of a teenager. Like you know what I'm saying? In normal circles, she won't come down while we while she cooking. While, or she might come down while she cooking and survey the set. But like she won't come down while we eating. Like the food will be out for two hours. Then, <laughs> Then Janelle would go in there and clean up all of the shit and clean the kitchen. And then the minute everybody go upstairs and go then to bed, show like, up to come eat. She, she passed us on the steps. As everybody going upstairs, she be passing us coming down like, hey, what's up? Like, And she be down like, bro, now you want to be in the kitchen with all the shit, with the TV up loud. With the, No. Like, in my, in my house, essentially, damn near, like, downstairs <laughs> is closed after I go upstairs and go to bed. Like, right, we already turned the lights off down here. You can be down here. But you got to be down here being quiet. Like right, you got to be kind of down here in stealth mode. <laughs> in stealth mode, like it shouldn't shouldn't be no baking and cooking and kicking it going on in the downstairs. Uh, particularly if it's like I said, if you if you got friends and shit, but but like if you by yourself, it don't need to be a party going on downstairs after the downstairs has been. Listen closed. to like, you. Once I have put the chain on the door and i have closed all the blinds and done all the stuff and like downstairs is closed you know, for safety you, and security purposes you know you are officially an old nigga right you just I said am. there don't need to be a party going on like that's some <laughs> shit I, my dad has literally said that to me my brother and my cousin who was living with us at the oh, time like no. <laughs> he came home one day and just i think he had a bad day or something he came home and cussed us the fuck out like I've been at work for 12 hours a day and I come home and y'all just having a party. And I remember me and my cousin looked at each other like, it's me, my brother, and my cousin. It's three of us in here. This is not a party. We are family. What the fuck? Wes, Wes, it was three of us shooting pool. The pool table he put in the house, it was three of us. And the cousin that was over it was living with us at the time. There was hey, no extra but, people in the house. But, I was like, y'all just having but, a party. But, we, the but music a, was too loud. We was doing too much. And but as a parent, as we, we should have been cleaning up that. when he pulled into the driveway. As a parent, you understand real. that. As a kid, yeah, that shit I get it now. Fun. Like, bro, these are my cousins and my brother. What are you? Like, you really be at what your party? parent. Like, you really be risking a whooping for common sense. You'd be like, bro, this makes no sense that you are this <laughs> upset. <laughs> like, you knew we was here when you left for work. After after you emptied out 20 fucking trash cans at home and you came oh. home and Jaden hadn't taken out that fucking trash, bro, it sends you into a whole nother tizzy. Like, yeah. bro, I just, I empty trash cans all day. I ask you to empty one. You only have, you're only responsible for one. I love 20 trash cans. I need you to love one. Like, bro. It, it sends you into it as an adult. You get it. I tell you, that's why I, I be having to have you know as much as not that I be ragging on my dad, but as much as I be telling my stories here, like I be having to call that nigga sometimes. Like, bro, I got it. I get it. I told you. I told you a couple of weeks ago. I had to call that nigga. And was like, bro, when you told me you got to wash walls and doors and baseboards as a kid, I didn't believe you. But as an adult, you got to wash them shit. That's crazy. That shit. It's nuts. Yeah. 
It's it's insane. I called my dad yesterday on Christmas evening. I didn't even get to say Merry Christmas before I was like, you did this for over 18 years. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> he just started laughing. I was like, Dad, I every time I put my daughter's toys away and I and I walk into another room to put other toys away, she goes back behind me and pulls more toys pulls out. Right I, out. I want to kill yeah. her. Yeah, I want to kill time. her. It's, it's yeah, like they're like, very good at that. All how do y'all do that? Yeah, how do y'all do that? How they're very masterful at that. Like, bro, I literally just left out of here, and I turn around, and you did it again? Dog. So, okay, more kid shit, right? Mm-hmm. Remember I was telling you that we spent, you know, the night in Albuquerque because we wanted to go down and shop and all of that. It's part of mm-hmm. our whole holiday mm-hmm. season thing. But we ended up getting a hotel, a couple of hotel rooms, so we wouldn't be rushed, and we could go down to Albuquerque an hour and a half away and really kind of kick in and mm-hmm. enjoy our time and not be rushed and wake up in the morning and go have a fancy dinner to celebrate my wife completing her first year of school. So congratulations to her on that. And we had a fancy dinner plan and all of this plan. So we were staying in a hotel and we got two rooms, one for us and one so the, you know, the grown boys can have their own space and shit so everybody wouldn't have to be on top mm-hmm. of each other. And it was dope. But there was a point in the night when like... it. It's funny to me that my wife hears important shit that I just do not hear until she tells me she heard it. Mm-hmm. But she was like, we're sitting in the hotel room and we just kind of lounging and everybody kind of chatting and getting ready for the holidays. And she goes, ah, James car alarm. So like I had a quick moment in my head of like, I don't like all these happen at once. I was like, mm-hmm. one, I don't hear anything. Two, I don't hear a car alarm. And three, how the fuck do you know that's his car alarm? All of that right. went through my mind in like two seconds. Like, how could somebody like, it's like when you hear a baby crying, you just know it's your baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how could mm-hmm. you know Jay? And before I could even say anything in retort, she was looking out the window. And you know when you're waiting on her to be like, my bad, or you're waiting on the emergency to dissolve? Mm-hmm. It never dissolved. She's looking out the window and she repeated herself like Jane's car alarm. Now I see she can see. Mm-hmm. And she said it again. I was like, oh, she's for real. Jaden's car alarm is going off. So I look out the window because Jaden drove and we drove separately, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of get shimmy past her and look out the uh, hotel window and I see, sure enough, flashing lights, car alarm. Now I can hear it. Mm-hmm. And it is, in fact, my son's car. Mm-hmm. And I can see a shadowy figure with a hood on standing mm-hmm. next to my son's car. Mm-hmm. And you and in that moment you were like, I don't got the strap. Didn't I tell you John with crackhead was coming? <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Didn't I fucking tell you? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you buy the buy the pistol? If you got the money, buy the pistol. Wes, we're on the second floor of the Comfort Inn, and I'm watching outside of my hotel window window that don't even open for open. me to go. Hey. Yeah. Right, hey, you bang on it, you look crazy, like for sure. <laughs> it's because some other crazy niggas came before you and jumped out of them bitches that they had to close them. I, guess what? I, guess what I have on? Just tell you. Tell me what I have on when I, I as mean, I'm seeing this. You got on a wife beater in your drawers. I have on a wife beater in my drawers. I don't even have on socks. Of course not. I don't even have on <laughs> socks. You ever seen the you ever seen this the scene of Denzel Washington in that movie Ricochet, bro, when he's running in the robe and like the box? Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. was me running down the hallway of the comfort in. Wow. Yelling behind me, babe, get my phone, get my phone, get my phone, grab my shoes or something. Yeah, and they I'm don't even got an ice bucket or nothing. Bro. He just dick swinging in the fucking wind. <laughs> bro, I'm I'm flying down the hallway full. Recently lost a hundred pounds wait, 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 speed wait. down the hallway. Did you with fly no down the hallway and press the elevator button? Bing. I'm I'm pushing that bro. 
I looked for the stairs, couldn't find them. Couldn't find the stairs. <laughs> They're at the so, end. I'm gonna I'm, spoiler alert. They're at the I'm end. I'm smack. I'm smacking the elevator button like fucking Bishop was trying to catch Q, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. smacking the elevator button. I'm tr- like I'm bouncing in place, trying to fucking look down the hallway again to see if I see fucking emergency fires there. I know they exist. You gotta have stairs in a hotel. It's right. a fire hazard. But I couldn't fucking find them. So I'm like, nigga. I'm still hearing a car alarm, so the car ain't pulled off yet with the nigga stealing my son's car or some shit. And fucking, the elevator doors finally open up, and it's my nephew coming out the elevator. I'm like, nigga, like, you know, my nephew's older, so he can help me whoop the nigga ass. I'm like, nigga, you see Jay's car? Like, Jay's car alarm going off. He was like, uh, I was like, was you just coming from outside uh, smoking? He was like, yeah, I just came from out there. And I'm like, you see Jay's car? He was like, yeah, I was just standing by it. <laughs> you was about to go down so, there and shoot up your nephew. That's crazy. So it was him, but I don't know if he, he like, I don't think he set the car alarm off. It was something like malfunctioning or something. Maybe he hit the button or my son hit the button. It was a malfunction or something. But like, it took me still another like 10 or 12 minutes to diffuse from the heightened <laughs> sense I was feeling of like, I need to go outside and be prepared to fist fight. Bro, and it was like eight degrees outside, nigga. And I was fully prepared to run out the fucking hotel room with no key card and try to fucking fight somebody to the death that was trying to steal my and no pants. Like... No pants, no socks, no flippy flops, no nothing. Nigga, I ain't bring no shower shoes, no nothing. You was and about it's to like, go up there and look crazy for nothing. Bro, when you go into fight or flight mode like that, especially like it's different when it's not for you and it's for your kids. True. It's a different fight or flight, ain't it? Like there's fight yeah, or flight yeah. when you fight or flighting for yourself. I don't and then there's fight or flight when you're doing it for your kids. I don't even think it's no flight involved in that. I think it's, yeah, it's just, just all, fight. Like, it's, it's just only either, fight. It's either fight or fight fight. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's fight or die. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying, period. Yeah, at least like I can be dead on the on the ground in front of the car, or maybe in the parking spot where they ran over my body after they beat me up. That'd have been crazy. I need to at least be laying here like half dead, like trying to defend my son's car from being stolen at the very. Yeah, but like while I was waiting on the elevator to come, I was thinking like, okay, I'm running out here, but I was literally had a, a moment to think. What the fuck am I going to do when I get what out? What am I about to do? That's why I said a nigga didn't run out with the ice bucket or nothing. He was just like, "I'm, it's me. I'm going down there." Like I'm here, and I can just Bro, imagine like, you like flash, flash running past the front desk to go out there and nothing be happening, just to walk back and be like, "Sorry." Crazy as hell. Yeah. Like I was literally while I was waiting on the elevator, I was trying to I was trying to think of a strategy. Like, what do I do? Like, do I just run up and steal on whoever the fuck is closest to my son? And I, car? yeah, I, ain't do I start lie. yelling and shit, asking questions. Like, do I pull my dick out? Like, do I hopefully like just throw him off by pulling my dick out and shaking it? <laughs> <and> <laughs> <my> <laughs> Yo, that's the, like that's if a, I pull my dick out and just start shaking it. Like, if I was still in the car, I would leave. It would make me want to do something. I for sure. Like I'd want to get the fuck up out of there. Like, oh, this nigga's crazy, crazy. Like, bro, bro what I, do you like, do? That sounds like a scene in a funny movie where you run out of the room and you waiting on 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 the on the elevator. I, I, I that's the funniest shit to me. Like, I would love to see that on film. Like, bro, in an absolute rush and then having to wait on the fucking just, elevator. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's happening right now. Bro, fucking defending like long, your kids long enough crazy. for the robber to be the one to get on the elevator and meet you when he came up there. That's funny. Let, let me ask you a question. On a scale from one to ten, ten being the greatest, one being Phil is my father because my biological didn't bother. Mm. Where do you rank Tory Lanez's dad on defending him this past week? 
What what specifically do you want me to grade? I want you to just the overall give him an overall grade for y'all. Those of y'all while while my man thinks about it, those of y'all that don't know, uh, Tory Lanez has been found guilty on all three charges of shooting a stallion. Um, I don't know what the official charges are called, but he got found guilty on three charges of stallion abuse or something they charging for. Um, I don't know, bro. I didn't follow the case closely enough. I want to come on here and give y'all some more yelling about how Tory's innocent, but I don't know what that case was about. Um, from what I heard, it seems like they got caught up in a bunch of collusion and lies and nobody's story was straight enough to where I just kind of relaxed and was like, well, my nigga getting off. Ain't even enough here to be trying to put my nigga in jail for a significant amount of time. Right. Boy, was I wrong. They've three counts and they talking about he might do like 20 years or some shit. So this is insane. Um, I know that there's more to the justice system. They're probably going to fucking now they have to go and fight the judgment and try to get him a lighter sentence. Maybe he'll end up doing 10 months or some shit. I don't fucking know. But I did find it interesting when Tory's dad came out the courtroom and they put my nigga in jail two days before Christmas and Tory's dad came out the courtroom screaming and yelling about Rock Nation and evil in the world and they're putting his son in jail over some bullshit and not even having proper evidence, which I agree with all of. But man, Tory's dad is a short, angry young man. He man. is. That's why I'm, the whole time I was really sitting here like debating myself about the score I wanted to give him. And I'm going with a six and a half. Um, and I'm and only half. giving him a six and a half because he used the term umbrellas in his. In he his, said it a bunch yelling. of times, he too. Did. Like, he's he a need, very I, peculiar man. Yeah, isn't he? I, I need the umbrellas to stand with me. And I was like, oh, he umbrellas. practiced this one. He really, yeah, I say he really is, he's really of the brand. So it's branding um, in your court. Right yeah, there, there is. Um, but yeah, and, and maybe because I was just so confused by, you know, and I guess somebody's got to be the new, you know, the new center of attention now. If Tory's not going to be there, so his dad stepped right into that thing. Step right um, up. It's like he was yeah, waiting. It, it was. I, I, I was confused. Um, but again, I didn't see, um, I, I didn't keep up with everything too heavily, but I kept up enough that I think I felt the same way that everybody else kind of felt that. First and foremost, this is a fucking mess. Um, it is a mess. <laughs> this is all a super mess. And then two, like these niggas is lying. So like, how do you how do you come up with anything? And just it, it, it seems like nothing really matched. Um, not 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 only did it match, it didn't match what happened three years ago, but it doesn't really match anything that's happened ever since either. Um, <laughs> right. Nothing and I don't think I don't think out of any of that we got a definitive story still of what happened. I still don't think which we is know crazy. Exactly like, how have we been in? How have we been in trial this long and still nobody knows? Yeah, what happened? Like, even day? like through all the testimony, through all the shit, I still don't think we can put together a. This happened first. This happened next. This is how we made it to the shooting. And I think without doing that, how the fuck did we come to Tory is guilty on all three charges? Um, without a lineage, without one yeah, lineage. Yeah, and like, let me let me say this: Tory's name could be Adam. Tory's name could be Jeffrey. Tory's name could be Stephen. I would be saying the same thing. This is not. Yeah, a Tory like you thing. need a story. You need yeah, a this full is not a, story. And, to and again, man, man, I don't know if Law and Order has jaded us our entire life, but even in my personal life, like once I learned beyond a reasonable doubt and like preponderance of evidence, just hearing the shit from the actual like trial and people who have been in this trial, it was like there's no way you can pin yes. this shit down on Tory Lanes. And then when you come back, all three, first of all, and I said this to my wife too, and, and maybe this is me caping for Tory, maybe it's not, but like. Just like the music industry shuts down in the fourth quarter, the justice system might need to take a break when it comes to shit like this, bro. <laughs> they might need to take just two weeks I think of not it's, doing it. It's them. mad wicked 
to send a jury in you because you know they're coming out before Christmas. Niggas bro. is what trying jury, to go home. What jury goes in and says, "Hey, we in this motherfucker for the long haul. If we here for Christmas or not?" No, the motherfuckers no. was like, "Nah, we go." And, and I did. I don't know how true this is, um, but I think from listening to Joe and them, like the jury had the option to wait until after the holidays, and they chose not to. Like, okay, so y'all really knew. Which I was about to go in here. Right and now, we ain't out. trying like, to come nah, back here after the first, dog. We like, not my coming taxes back is coming back soon. All. So, like, I think that's sick as fuck that it happened definitely two days before Christmas. But, like, it's kind of one of those things, too, at this point. Like, you know, the, the shit's fucked up, you know what I'm saying, from whatever side you you know you want to look at it at. But, like, what what now? Now what? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what happens now and, like... And, and not not only what happens now, but like now, like that shit went through the justice system, and this is the outcome. Like not, nobody can do about it. Yeah, that's the fucked up part. Like now you got a receipt for what? Like now you got a receipt with an order in, and you like, okay, now there's no there, like there's very few question marks left. Now we're left with like a fucking decision that's been made for sure. Now what? You know, what and I mean? again, and we still don't have a story. Yeah, and again, I don't know if we're jaded by law and order, but like. And everybody don't know all the rules and shit, so maybe none of that shit even has any bearing on the situation, but I don't see how. But, like, we see Meg go sit down and talk to Gail King and lie to Gail King and come here. And t- how, do, how does that not make her a non-credible witness? How does that not matter? Witness? How does that and the, not matter? the fact throughout the trial, she was able to keep talking about it, and then he got court-ordered not to talk not about to it talk anymore, about or he'd be yeah, under arrest. It's it's very very weird and and again this we could talk about this for hours because we've been talking about it for years at this point but like I don't like I, I said it in real time too it's the same thing that happened immediately after the fact like people started reverting back to the see I told you you should listen to black women shit and it's like oh, oh my god like y'all y'all still don't get it y'all didn't get it like and and here and this is what the problem is I, I as a nigga that hates conspiracy theories. Hate them. I hate them. I hate mm-hmm. talking about shit that's intangible. Uh, I hate, uh, what if this monopoly money was real? What would you do? Like, it's not, there's no reason to waste brain power thinking about it. If we don't have, now I know some conspiracies can turn out to be true, but until you can tell me for sure you got something, leave me the fuck alone. Dog. But, right. How much weight are you putting in what is being said about Rock Nation's possible involvement in the outcome of this whole thing? Them protecting Meg Thee Stallion and her brand and wanting Tory to be an easy scapegoat. How much value do you put in the idea that Rock Nation wanted to sign Tory and with Tory leaving the label before all this happened, making a big fuss about not fucking with labels and wanting to keep his money as a blossoming star going into COVID and being basically the number two or three act in hip hop and R and B at the start of the pandemic with fucking mm-hmm. uh what he what was he calling it? Uh, quarantine radio. Quarantine radio. He was the hottest shit. He was right. the hottest shit going into quarantine when everybody was home looking for something to do. So his trajectory was insane before all of this happened. And do you put any stock at all in the fact that Rock Nation slash Jay-Z or his constituents might have something to do with Burying Tory, getting him out the way so all of Megan's downfalls and possible faults aren't magnified the way people are starting to wake up to. Because I'm mm. noticing I'm in a lot less of the minority I was than I was a year ago when I used to yell, fuck Meg. I feel like a lot more people are yelling that with me now. And I feel like they're doing everything they can to scramble and try to preserve her image and try to keep her a Popeye spokeswoman and 
preserve her name when it comes to commercial sales and shit like that? Like, what do you think about all of that? I mean, with Meg, it's always been about about the image. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, th- I think the music was, you know, hit, hitting at a point in time. But we always go back to that. Like, the, the music not busting. Like, what? A- after after WAP, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, in my brain right now, I can't come up with anything. Maybe she had, you know, that hand. I, I don't know. But, like, Meg has hits. Like, Meg has put hits out. But I just don't think anything has stuck. But, like it kind of ties back into the image thing. Like she came out, she did this whole hot girl shit. Like, and not for nothing, the hot girl shit kind of caught up to her. So in, in the grand scheme of things, the hot girl shit don't look so hot to the masses that it looked so hot <laughs> to before. So hot. Real shit. Like it don't, it don't look so hot. And then not only that, like you've been portraying that to us, but you've been hugged up with your boo for two years. You know what I'm saying? So like, which side of the fence do you really want to live on? All you know what I'm saying? She yeah, with, all sides. Yeah, which side? And then, like we, and, and then like we find out you actually not as G as you like talk about in your raps. Like, because look at what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Straight and tall. Look, look at what you're doing, and you took zero accountability or responsibility for what happened that night. And I think maybe now that's what my problem is. Even at the end, she at no point in time does she be like, maybe I was too drunk. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Like or at maybe, least for, for me at the very least, she should have sent some homeboys to go fuck him up. If he was really a G and he really shot you, the homie sure. should have went and handled it. I mean, not, not I killed mean, him, but, I, but something. It, like I say, it kind of goes back to even that, like, even to the whole like he shot me shit in the way that she explained. And, and this is no like, you know, fat foul or you know, uh demerit on her record, I guess, because you never know what you're gonna do until you in that situation. But like sure. again. The image that you give off is like if a nigga got to bust a gun, they got to bust a gun. And again, maybe I'm wrong, but like it's a, it's kind of a part of the image that like, hey, I'm from Texas, I'm I'm kind of with the shits, you know. And again, not to say mm-hmm. that she shoot him up, bang bang, but like the way that you portray, like I thought I thought I was gonna lose my life. And again, I'm not trying to like yeah. say it to play her, but like, and then I the whole the whole if I knew I had to go through this, I'd rather him to have just killed me. Like, yo, that's dramatic <sighs> as fuck. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And again, for for her to for her to come off solely as a zero participant victim in this situation, I don't like that at all. Now, when it comes to the whole Rock Nation shit, of course I see um, why they would have interest in protecting their interest. Um, as far as them like being a part of the whole conspiracy theory to like take Tory down, I think I need to see a little bit more. I need to see what they. I think I need to see what they try to do to Meg. What's going to happen to Tory and then how the people respond to Tory? Because again, I listened to another thing, like you say, the, the media has thrown this 20 year shit out on Tory. Probably not gonna happen. Like, and again, we don't we don't know what Tory's rap sheet look like. We don't know what they're considering when it's gonna come to the sentence type of thing. He gonna get some time, but like 20 years is probably fucking outrageous. Like he'll probably do two years or what whatever the time is, and this is probably to Tory's credit, I believe he has enough music to fill the space. <laughs> like See Late, lately, when motherfuckers go to jail, they be cooled off when they come home, man. And, and I'm again, with you. Tori is so immensely talented. If anybody could go away for that amount of time and come back and still be able to get it, it's probably Tori. But I ain't betting with it, though. You know what I'm saying? And well, again, it, it might think, be just enough to get him out the way musically. And maybe that's what they're seeking out to do is just destroy his career. But this him. is what I'm saying. Tori has the music to fill the space that he would actually be gone. And if he's smart now, regardless of whatever you thought the outcome was going to be, you should have been working at home behind the scenes. You know he was. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you already had plans for Chicks Tape 6 or if you already had plans for Alone at Prom 2, like, 
let them be your joints to come out while you gone. Let them video because even with Alone at Prime One, he didn't shoot a ton of videos for Alone at Prime One. Like, she, you know what I'm saying? Like, do do what you do and just yeah, get give us some or do what you do or or be gone and come back home and do that shit. Like, I I think Tori has a better chance of succeeding through all of this more than Meg does. Yeah, yeah. He his trajectory, even if he has to do some time, I think he can come out smelling better than Meg is currently smelling. It's interesting how different a time we live in now, right? Because I was at the gym to gym y'all out for the last episode. (laughs) I was at the gym and I try to put on like video playlists and shit so I can have something to look at while I'm doing the fucking cardio because if I look at the numbers and see how much time I got left, it feels like it's It's so much longer. Like I have to put a towel over the timer because I just cannot look at the shit. So I try to watch music videos so I can have music going and something to look at to distract me while I'm doing cardio. And I had a Tupac playlist on, right? Mm-hmm. And the fucking Temptation video came on. You remember the Temptation video in the hotel room with all the celebrities in it? It's got like, it starts off with Ice-T and Coolio working the no. front desk of the hotel and shit. And then it's got Coolio pushing the fucking, I don't know, room service cart down the halls. And Coolio's in the video. And Tretch is in the video. And Salt Pepper's in the video. And Ice-T. Shock G's in the video. Warren mm-hmm. G's in the video. Yo-Yo. Bill Bellamy. Anybody who was anybody in the mid-90s was in this video. And it kind of made me think for a second, like, damn, like, that's a totally different time because these people showed up in support of Tupac while he was in jail for sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Like, wrap your mind around that. Like, Pac did about a year for sexual assault, and people showed up in this way, very publicly, in the public eye, to show their support for Tupac while he was doing time for being found guilty for sexual I mean- assault. It's this. It's the same thing. You kind of you get a when when this shit is public record, you get a chance to formulate your own opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 I've if I've soaked in the information that I've gotten from that and I've made my opinion, like it is what it is. And I people do the same thing with R. Kelly still to this day. Like it's people out here bumping R. Kelly. Like they made their choice. Like mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's one thing people kind of got to get over, fam. Like people people get too attached sometimes to the decision that people make, particularly when it comes to celebrities, bro. And what celebrities? Yeah, because it's like, their decision to make. All like, these people are fucking entertainers, bro. Like uh, and, and and like to my credit, we talked about it here on this fucking podcast. Podcast, bro. When I tell you I'm checking for zero things, Kanye West. Like, <laughs> have have I seen things come across my phone? Yes. Am I watching it? No. Like, nah. have I been guilty of tapping it? Yeah. But in the first ten seconds, I be turning that shit off because I be yeah, like, what the fuck yeah. is this nigga talking about, bro? Like, I, he, again, he tried to sneak some music out. He tried to get. No, I'm not allowing it to happen. So, like, when 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 you're again, kind of when your image and your you know what you've kind of made the standard for yourself ain't linking up no more, like I can't really fuck with that. Great example, Doctor Waka Flocka. Doctor Waka Flocka is out here on some other shit, so he can't be out here rapping. I go hard in the paint. Like, mm-hmm. is he still doing that on tour and doing his thing? Yeah, but he can't be out here presently talking about some drilling nigga, killing nigga. I'm Waka Flocka. Like, that's not mm-hmm. that's not what he on. Like, so you 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 kind of got to match your image with your presence. And, like, when you see Waka Flocka now, you, you don't even think about the heart and the pain for real, for real. Like, you think about how much better this nigga's done for himself and how, you know, it's it's, it's, two, it's two different worlds for him. Bro, and, and with the back to, the, like, the Tupac, Tory Lanez thing, I find it interesting, the difference in the two, right? Because I think I agree with what you were saying. I think the consensus is kind of the same, right? Where when Tupac went to jail for sexual assault, the general public had agreed and we had agreed together and in our personal minds that Tupac didn't do that, right? Like he got caught up in some chick that basically lied on him or set him up. Tupac ain't that kind of nigga. 
he got to go and do his time, but we still here for you when you get out. And then he fucking got out to enjoy the greatest success of his short life, signing with Death Row and becoming a number one, you know, music act at the time and all of that off of the fucking sexual assault. I think the same thing is kind of going with Tori. Like as Tori is going through this, more and more people is kind of like, it's not as many as the Tupac thing, but more and more people are being like, hmm, Tori didn't really do that. But I also see it being different in today where it ain't going to be no celebrities jumping out to fucking jump in the Tory nah. alone at prom video to show nah. their support like they did Tupac, which I find to be interesting. <laughs> now I ain't saying whether they should or shouldn't be doing it. Cause I but understand they didn't, the risk. They didn't, bills they didn't pay, do it when he was hot different. either though. Yeah. They didn't do yeah. it when he was hot neither yeah. though. So and like they got away from him. So fucking and, before they even found out what happened, they got away from that. nigga. And like, I, again, you know, not, not to keep bringing up Joe and them, but like, I kind of like how they put it the other day or whoever I was listening to, but like whatever goes on in the judicial system doesn't, um, doesn't direct the 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 culture's decision on how we treat people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So kind of kind of keeping it in this Tory and Meg realm, like even still, th- we still don't know exactly what happened. And from the shit that we do know, we know that Meg said this nigga shot me, but I never really seen him shoot me. And we heard the eyewitness say, I've seen two different people shoot, which seems to have no bearing on anything. Right. We're not even happened. talking about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're not even talking about there that. Two part, guns? Like, nah, we don't need to care about that. Yeah, I'm am I'm 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 allowed to take the facts that are presented to me in certain <laughs> situations. And like this this is where the this is where I hate the argument, and this is where the line becomes so fine when it comes to this whole protect black women thing, because it sounds outrageous to be like, but what happened? And and that's the part that the women don't respect. Because they take offense to just asking, but yeah. what happened though? Yeah, they they like you said, they take offense to that to the what happened part. And it's like, no, I just as a man, and maybe this is the part that they don't understand, as a man, I want to make sure I'm making the absolute right decision the first time so I can stand by that shit. I don't want to have to be like, oh nah, bro, you can't fuck around around here. And then we get through the trial process and it's like, yeah, he actually didn't do any of that shit. Now I got now I gotta look at you crazy because I felt like you didn't keep it one thousand with me. So like let me get the whole story up front and then we can move on appropriately. But again, like if niggas, if niggas can't put all the shit together and come to the fact that that's exactly what happened, then it's hard for a nigga to wrap their brain around. And again, like in the culture, that shit, there's a line to that shit. Like shit R. Kelly did. Now nah, we, there, there is no, I can look past that in the public eye or, you know, you out here raping bitches, like, you know, whatever shit trade, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so much shit going on. It's like, Hey man, I kind of got to, I gotta watch you, bro, because we might not be able to fuck with you again. But like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 like I said, as bad as I hate to say it, like this, this is not gonna stop me from listening to Tory. Like, and it don't, it don't make me want to listen to Meg any less than I already wanted to listen to Meg. Like, if she puts something out, I'm down to listen to it. But like, if she, if she try to come out now on her, I'm every woman shit, then I can't <laughs> support it. I can't support it. As a man, and I, I, I co-sign what you were saying, as a man, it is our job to assess risk at all times and be yeah. protectors like y'all want us to be. But part of being a protector is being calculated and figuring out what you're getting yourself into. Imagine if I'd have stayed in emergency mode and the fucking elevator door popped open and I already had my dick out swinging <laughs> in defense of my son's car and now I'm rat attacking my dick at my nephew in the hotel lobby and next thing you know I'm in jail and I don't have no album coming out this has been the Dipped in Butter program for the year 2022 we appreciate all of y'all rocking with all of these episodes throughout the entire year uh, I'm excited to say that we will be back next week for another one 
this has been great, man. Uh, I, I'm talking like we did a year-end wrap-up show. We just did what we always fucking do around here. But you know how niggas get at the end of the year. We start looking back like we did something. But, man, I appreciate y'all listening to us. My name is Daniel Cat Price, man. You can check me out wherever podcasts are consumed. And going into next year, while you're uh, going to the gym for a couple of days, go and tell the nigga next to you on Elliptical what you listening to, my nigga. Yo, you're fucking hilarious, man. And, like maybe I, I have I have a prompt and a preposition that you know maybe next year you guys will be able to get an actual wrap up show that all depends on if we do what the fuck we're supposed to do for an entire year <laughs> I can't I can't quite guarantee any and or all of that um it's your boy West No T you know the other shit that you know me for um yeah I probably should say it but I'm not I appreciate y'all fucking with us in the 2022 we're going into the 2023 um same way we leaving this motherfucker it ain't gonna be no different it's just gonna be a new flavor cause y'all know that's coming um, mm. at, per, per use you know what I'm saying so um, as you did all year and the year previous and what I hope you do next year is uh, fuck with me though yes sir like I say each and every week the universe is way too big for your little ass problem and if somebody's breaking into your son's car please don't expose your little ass dick cause it's not gonna <laughs> keep them from stealing the car it's That's not a, a deterrent. It's not, not a deterrent. <laughs> it's not a deterrent. Um, y'all already know rule number one around this bitch. Tell a friend, tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but that this is not a joke. This is not a game. When the fucking kitchen is closed, the fucking kitchen is closed, dog. It's like, closed, bro. It's not about ass. the food. It's about the chores. Yeah, it's about the chores and it's about the respect behind the person who already cleaned the kitchen. So rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next year. You have officially been dead.